0: Hello everybody and welcome back to our golden 20s. My name is Sadie and I'm joined with Tegan hey. and we are doing another episode talking all about life in your 20s. Mm-hmm. This episode is especially fun because we're gonna do a little bit of a throwback, go back to our college days since I know a lot of people are in back to school mode. And if you're going off to college or university for the first time, you might be moving out for the first time, living with roommates for the first time, living in residence, living in or residence, dorm, I don't know all the words. for that. (laughs) There's a few different words. Or like I said, living in your first apartment with roommates or something. So we want to just chat that through, give you guys some tips and... That's going to
1: be today's episode. Yeah, before we started recording, I was saying how I'm really starting to feel the kind of autumn vibes. And I am a person who has always loved back to school. Like, I remember as soon as, like, things started showing up, like, at shops that were, like, back to school themed, Mm -hmm. I would be so excited and want to buy all new, like, stationery and backpacks and just be, like, stoked for it. So... It literally is the best time of year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like carrying that vibe. Even though I'm not going back to school, I'm just continuing to work and live my life. But yeah,
0: it's the energy. I was watching this YouTube video actually. And this girl, she works full time now. And like she's graduated. And her YouTube video title was back to school supply shopping. And I was like, oh, interesting. Maybe she's not graduated. Hmm. Like I just started watching her video. So I was like... I don't know much about her and then I watched the video and she was like screw it like I'm not going back to school but I love school supply shopping (laughs) so I'm gonna go out get a new agenda get new pens like all of this stuff just for my desk and like you know my nine to five Mm -hmm. job and I was like yes I need to channel that energy because I also love school supply shopping
1: yeah no I feel like and now is when they come out with like the best stationery Totally. Yeah. My YouTube guilty pleasure. This is kind of off topic, but also kind of on topic. But my YouTube guilty pleasure is watching sorority girls move into their houses. (laughs) And these are, like, not people who, like, I actively watch. Oh, my God. They are the best. Like, and we're in Canada. Like, there are not a lot of sororities. I think there's, like, two schools maybe who have sororities in Canada. But... I don't know. There's just something. They are so organized. Like, it's something that in another life, I feel like I could have <laughs> lived there and just been like Elle Woods. So every once in a while, <laughs> I'll have to, like, find some and share them somewhere on our social. But I don't know. Like, yes. these girls, they are just, like, living their best lives. They're, like, all... Bleach blonde, like perfectly curled hair. They like match their room to their like roommate, like they make <laughs> sure everything's working together and they bring their healthy snacks. Like I'm like, yes, this is my alternative that life so I could have lived in my teens and twenties. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look that yeah. up because I think I would enjoy that oh, so yeah, so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually such a good point in case we do have American listeners. It's like this episode might be so like boring to you (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like life in the States, like going to college or like university in the States is just like a totally different experience Mm -hmm. because yeah, there's sororities and I don't know. It's just like totally different, I feel. But I remember when my sister went to michigan state for her masters Mm -hmm. a few years ago she was like we just need to take a drive down like the street where all the sororities are because i'd never seen one like in person before and like we went through the day so like it wasn't like anything happening but it was just like so funny like i felt like i was in sydney white you know with amanda bynes i love amanda bynes (laughs) All her movies I'm like, let's throw those in as many times as we can to a conversation, yeah. but it was just so crazy that people actually live that way, yeah, and also, like you said, I definitely think I could see myself doing that in another mm. life. kind of have that vibe in this lifetime, too, <laughs>
1: but yeah, I guess I could just make my house currently like a sorority house, like there's nothing stopping me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's true, so like funny. even some of my American friends like their parents go to their university like football games.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. Like it's like a community yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. My school didn't yeah. even have a football team. We had a hockey team. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so so funny. different. But I do think yeah. like at least the basics Before you, like, stop listening because you're like, okay, I don't need to hear these people talk about things (laughs) they clearly don't know about. I do think the basics of, like, moving out and creating your own space and living in a dorm are the same. And then the rest is kind of based on where you decide to go to school.
0: Yes. Watch Sydney White for tips on sorority living.
1: And legally blonde. (laughs)
0: But, yeah, exactly. But yes, that is such a good point, Tag. We are going to talk all about like living alone, pros and cons, living with roommates, give you some like home decor ideas for your dorm room or your apartment. We've done another episode like that and people really liked it. So we thought, why not talk about it a little bit more, but in the whole back to school lens. So Tag, do you want to tell us what your college experience was like when it comes to your living situation? Like what was your dorm room like? Roommates, no roommates, that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: So I went to Brock University for my first degree. And I was in one of their newer residences, which was called Valley. So I was a Valley girl. And Mm -hmm. it was basically two bedrooms with a shared bathroom in between with no kitchen space. So you had to get a meal plan because part of the rules with our dorm was you couldn't have a kettle, you couldn't have a hot plate, like literally no cooking supplies allowed. So it was really like just a bedroom and a bathroom. I happened to randomly get the handicap room, which was nice because then my room was massive and I had a really big shower Mm -hmm. instead of a tub. Yeah, I had, I guess, not really a roommate, but because we weren't in the same you room, have a bathroom. Yeah, a bathroom mate who literally never talked to me. <laughs> so oh, that was interesting, I guess. And yeah, and there was like not a lot of people from my class on my floor, so I kind of just made friends with people who were majoring in other things, and I only mm-hmm. really saw them back at my dorm. And I would have to eat all my meals at the cafeteria, but there were a couple different ones on campus. Mm -hmm. And my meal plan also covered things like Tim Hortons and Pizza Pizza and Mm. stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. I love
0: that. Yeah, and it sounds like you had, like, so many different ways of meeting people, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want to just see the people you go to class with all the time because you also live with them and then eat with them. Like, it's like... Yeah, yeah, I love that, and it's nice you also had your own space. Sharing a bathroom can be tough, but it's yeah. not as bad as sharing like a whole room with someone.
1: Yeah, definitely, it was nice, and that was kind of something that I wanted. Although most of the residents at Brock, I think there was only one left, and it was the oldest one where you actually shared a room with someone. So mm-hmm. I think that it must be like the more modern approach to dorm rooms yeah. is to have kind of have their own space. It it makes sense. It kind of you know, leaves less room for conflict, I guess.
0: Yeah, 100%. What about you? Yeah, so I went to Seneca College here in Toronto, and it was a different experience, and it was a lot different from the universities that I had been looking at as well. So there was, I think, three Seneca campuses, and all of them like there was only one residence building though for all three campuses. So our Mm -hmm. residence building was massive. You can literally see it off the 404 DVP, like it's massive. (laughs) And then it would just shuttle kids to like different campuses if they went to a different campus. Luckily for me, I was on the main campus. So my res building, you know, was super close to my classes. But before we moved in, we went through like a roommate portal where I don't even remember exactly what sort of information you inputted into it. I think it was just like basic things like how often do you party, you know, are you a Mm -hmm. night person, a morning person, like, you know, those sorts of things. And then they put you in touch with people they thought you were compatible with. And I remember it was like the old school technology, like this like interface was not It was like circa 2000. It was so old school, (laughs) but it did the job. And I met actually a lot of people that way uh, to be like potential roommates. But Mm -hmm. obviously, I could only have one roommate. And I was very set on one person that I talked to. And she ended up being my roommate all through college, which I'm Mm -hmm. so glad it worked out. But I just had this gut feeling where I was like, I know she's the one I want to live with. And Then the other people that I had been talking to, I ended up meeting once I was on campus, even though I didn't room with them, Mm
1: -hmm. and we just,
0: like, became friends. So it was also just, like, a really great, like, social networking tool as well, but that's how I found my roommate, and then we had – each had our own room, but – We were connected to a shared kitchen space and bathroom. So our rooms were actually really big and had like double beds in them, this like huge L-shaped desk in each room and a closet space. And then we had a kitchen space that just had like a counter, fridge, sink. And then I think we brought our own microwave. We could have hot Mm -hmm. plates. We could have toaster ovens. So it was like a whole mini kitchen in there. So I didn't have a meal plan and I actually like cooked all my meals. They Mm -hmm. weren't healthy by any means, but (laughs) I really love my res room and I got along with my roommate really, Mm -hmm. really well. I know that's not always the case, but I think having that compatibility like filter at the start and then getting a chance to talk to somebody and get to know them and then mutually deciding, do you want to be my roommate? Like that process was really, really great. And I hope for you guys listening, like your schools are set up in a similar way, but I'm not sure if that's that common or how they do things now.
1: Yeah. Like for my school, I think we did fill out a question form that was like, do you smoke? Do you drink? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how much, like it took that into consideration Outside of just like randomly generating a roommate for you to be with, because like there were people on my floor who were in my program that I was like, it seems logical that maybe they would put us in the same room, but no, Yeah. but I did like for our um, year, there was a Facebook group, maybe this is outdated Mm -hmm. now, but they had like a Facebook group that was like people coming into Brock University in... 2013 or whatever year it was and everyone would post like a picture of themselves what their major was where they were staying that kind of thing and so I ended up meeting a lot of people that way including like three Mm -hmm. or four people who lived on my floor so that I already like had friends going in the first day which was nice and kind of similar to what you did I think
0: yeah yeah I love that. Yeah. We had a Facebook group too. I hope that's Mm -hmm. still a thing because I think that's such a good way to like find a community before you even get on campus, you know? Yeah. And I think my residence building also had a separate Facebook page where you could Mm -hmm. like, they could post about like events happening in the building and whatnot. But again, I don't know if that's, like you said, outdated, if that's still a thing, but yeah, it was definitely helpful.
1: Yeah. That's how I met my husband. Was through the Brock Facebook group. Oh man, that's so good. I need to like (laughs) write to Brock. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, celebrate me, please. (laughs) Yeah, no
0: kidding. That's so funny. So Teg, how long did you live on residence for? Like, was it all for your program? Just the first year?
1: Just the first year. So it was like September until... April or yeah. you know whenever year ends and then I ended up moving in with my boyfriend now husband and mm-hmm. the person who was his roommate Okay, and we just found a house on Kijiji we lived in St. Catherine so it was so crazy cheap I think we paid $400 a month each for a five bedroom two and a half bathroom <laughs> like girl don't kill me insane <laughs> insane so we were just living the high life in our yeah big old house yeah yeah but we just found it on Kijiji I think yeah yeah so, yeah what That's about you awesome.
0: I lived in res the whole first year and then I stayed that summer as well and then second year my college roommate and I got along super well so we moved off res together and we had a third roommate that had already kind of like it was a three-bedroom apartment it was a basement apartment I think we also found it on Kijiji or Mm -hmm. it must have been or just like apartment rentals like I think there's like rentals.ca or something like that and we found this basement apartment that was three bedrooms one was already rented out but there were two left so we went and saw it it was close to school we thought it was going to be great the guy we lived with was really great he was slightly older than us and like super quiet super Mm -hmm. chill guy but the landlord, it was the worst experience in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I absolutely hated living in a basement, but mm-hmm. she also just had like a lot of things she wanted done her way and it just wasn't a good match. So we ended up moving out of there like after only a few months of living there and mm-hmm. we had found a different like apartment to rent out that was further from campus, which sucked. But I think that one we also found just on like a Toronto rental website. Yeah. But my current apartment that I'm in, and I've been in for five years, I also found on Kijiji. So I feel like it sounds sketchy, but that's like a really great way to find apartments if you guys are looking for an apartment. And I feel like I've even seen people posting for roommates on there, just like. Mm-hmm what they're looking for, they kind of put like a description of themselves or the type of roommate they're looking for. So if you don't have like a roommate portal or your school, you're not wanting to live on campus with roommates, like you could even look there for roommates as well.
1: Yeah, I found basically like the three apartments I lived in after school through Kijiji. But I remember when I was looking there, I had a friend who was like, oh, I just hired a realtor. And I like, genuinely didn't even know you could do that. Like, I thought you had to pay for them. But I believe it's the person who's looking for the renter who pays the realtor Mm -hmm. fee. So when we found our next apartment, we just contacted a realtor and it was free for us as the renters. So that's also another good option. I mean, sometimes it tends to be more expensive because they are like legal apartments, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you want that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Most times you might want
1: that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you can afford it for sure. Yeah. That's actually a great point
0: because I also didn't realize realtors were free. I thought it was something you would have to pay them. Yeah. But when you're renting, it just comes out of, yeah, whoever like owns the building or like Mm -hmm. it's dealt with outside of like your just rent contribution so that's also a great idea especially in Toronto like yeah Toronto real estate is crazy as we all know even for renters so I think that's also a really great suggestion if you're looking for a place to live
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: one other thing too I want to say on roommates before we kind of get into like the pros and cons of living with roommates Mm -hmm. is I was really lucky where like I got well actually At first, I didn't know the person I was going to live with, right? Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of us figuring it out on our own together. And I think that's why we hit it off so well. And also, you know, we had like similar personalities, similar values. So all of that was great. But then moving into my current apartment, when I first moved in, I moved in with two of my friends from college, right when we graduated. And it was you know like I already know these people but mm-hmm. I did want to just throw out there just because they're your friends doesn't necessarily mean you can live with them and mm-hmm. sometimes living with strangers and then figuring it out together is like easier than living with friends where you think you know everything about them
1: mm-hmm. in
0: my case like one of my it made one of my friends and I closer but then it ruined another friendship so it's like mm-hmm. you just never know and i know it's scary to live with a stranger but it can also be scary living with friends because not to like be a negative nelly but just one other thing to, <laughs> to
1: like consider you
0: know what i mean yeah when you're thinking about roommates
1: yeah there's definitely more at stake i feel like if you're living with friends whereas if you're moving yeah. in with a random stranger you can be like so listen up. This is what yeah. I like to do. These are the rules exactly. where it's like, if it's your friend, you don't want to be like, so you have to clean up the sink every night yeah. by 6 PM. You know, like yeah. it's a little harder, I think, to set boundaries and set ground rules and be honest with someone yeah. who, especially if you've only known them a year, like if it's a yeah. new friendship, you're still trying to build. It's hard. Totally. But
0: it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. So What are some pros, though, do you think, of living with roommates?
1: Well, I think the main one is cost. And this is... 100%. I think the reason why, like, probably 75% of people live with roommates. I think if people had unlimited Mm -hmm. money, they would just live by themselves. But Mm -hmm. obviously, we don't have unlimited money. We have to (laughs) live with roommates. And so I think that's the number one reason, especially in big cities. I think it's also nice that especially when you're going out on your own, maybe for the first time to have someone there who's like helping you figure out Mm -hmm. these things. So it's like, if you're someone who's never cooked before, you have someone with you who might know how to do that. And you have someone with you who's willing to maybe do some of the more like adult experiences you always thought you would have. Like I had friends in university who we would have like an autumn night like the first month of school where we would like bake cookies and like watch autumn movies and like they would be like Disney Channel movies and stuff like that. But we're like, this is us living our adult lives. We are like getting together and making autumn cookies. And it like gives you someone to share these experiences with, which I think is nice.
0: Yeah. I think that was my favorite part about having a roommate. Like, yeah. Going grocery shopping together when like you're so overwhelmed because your mom's Mm -hmm. not there to like help you grocery shop, you know, like it's nice to have someone to go with and bounce ideas off of. And I think even living in my apartment after school, it's like one of the things for me is like killing bugs. Like it takes Mm -hmm. a lot for me to like work the courage up to squish the spider. (laughs) And I know that's so dumb, but having a roommate there to like cheer you on it's, you're just like, yes, one of us, between the two of us, one of us can do it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I know that's like a small, silly thing, but it's just little things like that.
1: Yeah. Like if you're sick in bed and you need something 99% of the time, if they're a nice person, you could be like, yo, could you run to the store and get me this? It's like, if you're by yourself, I guess you could be like Uber delivery Gatorade, please.
0: I can think of two times where I was sick and my roommate brought me like a Gatorade, like yeah. Buckley's pills, like just like brought me things I didn't even ask for or didn't even know I needed. But it was just like somebody there caring for you. And it's just so nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, even I think just moving to a new city and having someone who's kind of like a built in friend mm-hmm. can be really nice. So if you want to go and explore things. They probably also want to exploit the same things and you can kind of yeah. do them together. The other thing that's really nice is that you kind of split the household chores and responsibilities because having your own apartment or your own dorm or your own house is like a big responsibility. And there is just mm-hmm. like so much you need to do to take care of it. Like, I feel like it's too much for like an average person to even get done in a year. Like there's so many like random little tasks that I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to get to that one day, but haven't yet. So it's nice if you can, you know, split that up, especially if you're new to, you know, cleaning kitchens and bathrooms and that kind of stuff, especially in a deep cleaning way. It's nice that you can kind of split up the work and help each other out also.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, up until almost two years ago, maybe just one year, I was living with roommates, but ever since I've been living on my own. And honestly, I really love living on my own. As Mm -hmm. much as I love living with roommates, this has been like a really good change for me. So, I thought we could also talk about some of the pros of living alone. Mm -hmm. If you're considering that or feel like you're ready to take that next step because you're currently with roommates. And one of the things I love the most about living on my own is I feel like it's really like leveled up my independence. Mm -hmm. Like I feel it's the ultimate level up of your independence since there Mm -hmm. isn't somebody there to, you know, bounce ideas off of or somebody there to cheer you on to squish the spider. Like Mm -hmm. you just have to do it and you have to like, you know, be a big girl. (laughs) As dumb as that sounds. But I think it's really good for you. And I feel like because... I can live alone. I can now like travel alone. I can Mm -hmm. go to restaurants on my own. You know, like I just feel a lot more sure of myself because I know I can take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And independence is just like a huge value of mine. So I feel like it was just important for me to live alone at some point in my life. And I feel like everybody would benefit from it if it's for a short amount of time or for like a couple years you live alone. Like, I think it's a really good thing and you learn a lot about yourself.
1: Yeah, I feel like with me, and maybe this happens with everyone, I reached a point where I was like, that's it. I can't do Mm -hmm. roommates anymore. I'll get the smallest apartment in the world just so that I have, like, my own space. Mm -hmm. I know my own routine. I have my own rules. I can decorate however I want. The expectations are clear. And I don't have to deal with other people and their drama. And I feel like maybe that's part of like growing up too, where it's like, I'm just need to focus on myself. Yeah. And that means that like, I can't deal with roommate drama right now.
0: Totally. And having your own space is definitely like a huge thing. Like when Mm -hmm. you start working full time, even if you're still in school, like the last thing you want to do is go out all day to class or school come home and you come to a messy apartment, but that mess isn't yours. Or you come home to like loud music blasting or people in your living room. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I just can't deal with this right now, you know? So I think it definitely is part of growing up for sure.
1: Yeah. That's the one thing I feel like as soon as anyone who moves away from roommates, they're like the things that I left clean when I get home, they're still yeah. clean. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's literally it. It's yeah. my favorite part. And it's funny too, because when my
0: roommate moved out, like when we were living together, I feel we both were pretty clean because we didn't mm-hmm. want to like piss each other off kind of thing for sure yeah and that makes sense but then it, I kind of surprised myself when my roommate moved out I thought I would just stay a super clean person
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I feel anybody listening who's been to my apartment they're like well your apartment is really clean but I go crazy before people come over and like mm. clean everything but just me on my own like I'm like eh, those dishes have been there for a few days it's fine mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm a lot more relaxed than I thought I would be, Mm -hmm. but it's just been like interesting, I guess, to see how like, yeah, I keep my home when it's just me and like how my habits have changed. Maybe not for better, but it's just (laughs) funny to see. Yeah. Well, maybe you're more
1: relaxed now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think part of setting yourself up for success when you're living with a roommate is having clear expectations about that kind of stuff, like Mm -hmm. right off the bat. Because I think where you get into trouble with roommates is you don't have clear expectations. They do something that annoys you. They don't know what annoys you. Then you bottle it up and things get like passive-aggressive and it just... Meanwhile, no one (sighs) knows what this is actually about, right? Yes! Tegan, that was said so perfectly. (laughs) Well, I think... Even like, I see this in all my friends. I see it in myself, the things that you need to talk about. And it's not fun. Like when you first move in together, you're probably wanting to talk about like all the great parties you're going to throw and all Mm -hmm. the movie nights you're going to have. And, you know, but it is important to talk about things like what's your definition of clean, because everyone's coming from different places. And maybe for some people, clean means they put all their dishes in the sink to deal with tomorrow. But for Mm -hmm. someone else, it means all the dishes are clean and the sink's been scrubbed. Mm -hmm. Like no one knows where anyone else is coming from unless you have this discussion. Same with like, what time do you wake up? What time do you want to go to bed? How do you feel about live music or live music, loud music? How do you feel about drinking? How do you feel about parties? How do you feel about having people over? Yeah. If you don't set those up as kind of like, I don't want to say rules, but expectations, then you can't be upset if the other person's doing what they think is right, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%. And like you're saying, like, have open lines of communication with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, it does sometimes become hard when it's your friend, and they're doing something that is annoying you, or you kind of beat around the bush. But it's so much easier if you can just openly talk about things. And, yeah. you know, I think a key way of doing that is making your roommate feel like they can tell you when you're doing something wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How you react, like, lets them know how they can approach a situation. And then once they know, you know that they, you can approach it the same way or whatever. So it is definitely tricky, but it doesn't have to be. Like, just talk about things Be honest too. like, don't be like, don't say yes, you do want parties. If you don't want parties, like don't try to just say what you think the other person wants to hear like this, like your home life is a big chunk of your life and can totally dictate, Mm -hmm. you know, how you feel on your day to day. So you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success and having a good home life as much as you can with your roommate.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
0: Yeah, I think the whole what time do you wake up? What time do you go to bed is funny because I think basically all my roommates have been morning people, Mm -hmm. and I'm not a morning person. So, my college roommate, she would literally wake up and be like her best self first thing in the morning. And I would wake up, I would like, literally still had my eyes closed, walking to the bathroom. And she would just like giggle at me. And she'd just be like, <laughs> found it so funny how much I hated mornings. <laughs> and at first it annoyed me so much. Like I was like, the last thing I want is somebody laughing at me in the morning. But then I just was like, you also just kind of have to like give into some things and be like, mm-hmm. this is just who she is. This is who I am. Her giggling isn't laughing at me. You know, She's just mm-hmm. laughing at the situation and it is kind of funny. So it just became like, A running joke between us was like me hating mornings and her loving them so much and also on the cleaning piece too Mm -hmm. like my last roommate she would be fine with cleaning like like vacuuming like right you know every couple weeks even where I was like no it needs to be done every single week but Mm -hmm. instead of getting mad at her for not vacuuming every single week like I wanted her wanted us to do I was Mm -hmm. like this is important to me so I'm gonna make sure I vacuum every week you know and some weeks she would do it as well but Mm -hmm. it wasn't eating at me that she wasn't living and doing things the way I wanted to do them I was like if it's important to me I'll just do it my way and when it's important to her she'll do it her way (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) otherwise these things definitely will eat you alive for sure
1: Yeah, I think it's important just in general to maybe have some like separation too. Like, you don't have to do everything together. You can have time that you set just to maybe be in your room by yourself, or if you share a room to like go to a coffee shop by yourself, like that's totally fine. And if you don't want to, you know, share food, if you don't want to share dishes, if you don't want to clean or share cleaning supplies, that's fine as long as it's like mm-hmm. the expectations there and the understandings there. Yeah. But I think that setting those boundaries can also be really helpful for making sure there's no like future drama.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. I think that's also the other part that I love about living alone. Like I am an introverted person, so I don't know if I can ever have enough like alone time since like socializing with people often like wears out my energy, but I love having like my whole apartment where I can unwind and be by myself rather than Mm -hmm. always having to go to my room and close the door to be by Mm -hmm. myself. You know what I mean? It's like now I seek out interaction where before I used to seek out like me time. I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I was just thinking that when you were talking, Mm -hmm. how I used to spend so much time in my bedroom For that separation, but now I'm always in my living room and I'm only in my bedroom to like sleep pretty much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think also this just made me think about how it's worth saying that you are, you know, most likely coming from a house that has been like your home for a long time where you feel free to chill in the living room, say for like 12 hours a day. Whereas now, if you're living with someone, Like the kitchen, the living room, the bathroom, these are shared spaces now. And Mm -hmm. so it takes some like awareness to understand that you shouldn't just say like lay on the couch all day long because it's Mm -hmm. a shared space and maybe someone else wants to use it. Same with like I had a roommate who would go into the bathroom to do her hair to get like ready to go out clubbing and she would be in there for like four hours It's like, that doesn't work for me because I'm going to pee my pants. Like, yeah, no. but if you're coming from like a world where that's how you act, because you have your own space in your house, it takes like some adjusting, I think, Mm -hmm. to kind of be more self aware, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. Moving now to this is your first time leaving your family home and into your own space. How can we decorate to make these spaces our own? So if it's dorm room or just a rental apartment, Mm -hmm. maybe you're lucky and saved up all your money and you're buying (laughs) some (laughs) place. What are some like decor tips and whatnot to make your places your own? So
1: Tag, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I'll say when I moved into my dorm, I tried to make everything kind of match just because a lot Mm -hmm. of these dorm rooms are like just plain white rooms. So I just went like bright pink with everything and got like matching stationery and like my hamper was pink and everything like that. Um, which I loved. And I love that when you go to shops, a lot of them have kind of like back to school checklists. So I just went down the checklist and got kind of like the matching items. Another thing I did was I printed out so many photos of like my family and friends. And Mm -hmm. I did like a whole wall basically of just photos. So I love that. We also at Brock, I don't know, maybe this is a normal thing for schools, but we had like a poster sale a couple times a year, where a guy would come onto campus oh, yeah. and sell posters and they'd be like crazy yeah. cheap. And I remember he came like the first week. So I got, you know, a couple random posters that I liked and hung those up. And my like mm-hmm. number one thing that I recommend to everyone that was my favorite part of my dorm was I got a giant four month like dry erase calendar. Mm. and so I would and so four months you only have eight months for your two semesters so at the beginning of each semester I would sit down and write out every single due date for everything every single event people's birthdays and I would have that on the wall and I use that all through school because a lot of I feel like university is just being organized and being Mm -hmm. able to be on top of your time management and stuff like that mm-hmm. so as much as I want to say like have fun and go create like th- there's still a f- important part of like going to school that's an element of this and yeah. so that's why I think having you know a big calendar a nice place to put your computer like still prioritizing the school work is also important mm-hmm.
0: yeah 100% I love that so much you know the planner in me yeah all about that calendar <laughs> love it yep. yeah I had a similar approach to my dorm room where I wanted to make it as like personal as I could so mm-hmm. I also had a lot of photos of my family and friends printed and hung on the wall in frames like on my desk and everything mm-hmm and I also did a lot of DIY projects before I went. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it was just because I was so excited to yeah. move out on my own and I wanted all these things to be mine. And it doesn't get to be more yours than if you make it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I had like I did just like a few arts and crafts, I guess. Like I think I had my own bulletin board that I made. Mm-hmm. I had little desk accessories, like I put like fabric around like tin cans and then put my pencils in them. Mm -hmm. I had like all this like crazy DIY stuff. So I definitely recommend you look on Pinterest for some dorm room DIYs because you can go crazy with that. Even for your rental apartments too, like I think DIYs are so fun and you just have like a special place in your heart for that piece of decor knowing you made it yourself. And I think also like another great way to make it personal is like putting things that you like on the wall rather than just mm-hmm. like buying art prints from home Sense or something like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. like putting posters of your favorite movies I think you talked about tag or I had mm-hmm. posters of my favorite bands like things like that that are just a little bit more you I think make your space feel more comforting to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: rather than like I don't know a hotel room kind of thing
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I remember showing up and I had like all the pretty things set and organized. And then it was like, I'd printed out all these pictures, but then it was like, I forgot to even bring anything to stick them to the wall. I didn't bring a fan Mm. and it was like a million degrees inside this room. So I think part of it's to the day that you move in building in time to run to the shops if you need to. Like I had to run to the mall and I know like when I helped with my brothers too I'm pretty sure we also had to run to the mall the yeah. day they moved in so that's also pretty normal like don't go crazy trying to check off every single thing on the list and make sure you have everything because inevitably you'll forget something and even if you don't have time to go to the store like every single school has like a campus store that sells mm-hmm. everything you could possibly need as well
0: yeah yeah, that's such a good point. Like it's one of those things where you can never be a hundred percent ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'll always be figuring out something as you go. You'll always forget something and have to go buy it. Like that's just how life works.
1: <laughs> yeah. What would you say were like a couple of your must-have things that you had in your dorm that you were like so glad you brought?
0: Hmm. I think the first thing that comes to mind. And maybe this is dumb, but it was also my first time having like a double bed. Like I always had Mm. a twin bed in my bedroom at home. So I got all new bedding and Mm -hmm. I absolutely love the bedding I had. It felt very grown up where my twin bedding was like the same bedding I had had all through high school, maybe Mm -hmm. even like middle school. Like it was just like, I have adult bedding now. I have throw pillows (laughs) now, you know, Mm. I think that was my favorite part of my res room and like I said I spent so much time in my bedroom that I don't know it was just so cozy mm-hmm. I also remember like my mom has always been really big into candles and whatnot but I remember mm-hmm. going to Bath and Body Works and like buying candles being like these are the scents that I like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like the scents I want my space to smell like and it made it so cozy even like on summer nights I would just burn my candles and I was mm-hmm. like this is me living my best life. And then I think just those DIY projects, like looking back on it, I loved them so much. I had like just pieces of wood that I painted black and then put pictures. So I just printed pictures at the grocery store, I think. And mm. I put, what is that stuff called?
1: Like Mod Podge
0: yes mod podge Mm. I put that over it so it just looked like a plaque versus just like an image Mm -hmm. and I had one of like you guys like my friends group from Mm -hmm. high school I had one of my parents both my sisters and it just like hung in like a little gallery wall on my wall so I think it was just like those cozy personal touches that I liked the most
1: yeah I about you I forgot that candles were outlawed in my residence, so I bought wallflowers. (laughs) Oh, they might
0: have been, I don't know if they were allowed at mine or if I just burned them anyway, which I don't recommend. (laughs) Please follow the rules, but... Yeah, my dorm was so
1: strict with rules. Like, this is one thing I should say, like, if they say something's a rule probably follow it because I had like multiple kids on my floor get kicked out of residence and like I can only imagine how like pissed off their parents would be yeah that they because no refunds you're paying you know ten thousand dollars or whatever crazy amount it is and then Mm -hmm. your kid doesn't even stay there and like so for my dorm we had inspections Okay. once a month and they would come through and they'd wow. go through all your drawers and if you had hot plates or kettles like i bought myself a mini kettle for tea and i had to like hide it in my hamper and oh
0: my god if your room
1: wasn't clean enough they would kick you out i got a 9 out of 10 once because there was garbage in my garbage can <laughs> like there was like a bag and it, and she was like So you got 9 out of 10 because it would have been nice if you had emptied the garbage before I came. (laughs) Like, what the heck? Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if they have a rule, like, don't hang things on the wall, maybe your RA walking by your room one time will see something that you've hung on the wall and be like, um, what the hell? Like, and even if it's just like you're getting in trouble or getting written up or whatever... It's good to try and follow the rules. At least feel it out for a little bit until you know what you can and can, you know, bend on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing I ever had to hide was like shot glasses and like drinking game things because they didn't Mm. like allow drinking games, but they never really shut them down either. But we had an inspection at Christmas break and I remember everyone being like, hide your red solo cups, hide your red solo cups but that was yeah actually <laughs> no I'm just remembering that there was definitely they saw something else in our room in my roommate's room and she had to go down and talk to them about it and they had like this picture of our kitchen like in her file and there was red solo cups in the background she was like oh shit like this is now in our file but <laughs>
1: oh god You could just be drinking water out of those. You could just not like to do dishes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I feel like... I'm trying to even think. They just had a bunch of random rules. I followed them all except for... What's weird is that we were allowed drinking stuff because they said we're just going to assume everyone's 19. Right. And like, I don't think they can legally ask for us to show ID. So they're like, unless you're acting like a jackass we will assume you're 19 so we could have like full bottles of liquor but a candle no way jose hazard (laughs) yeah so i just had like a million wallflowers which are like the stinkiest things in the world but i was just like pumping that place full of chemicals and yeah i had like a pillow that i could put on my bed that was one that was kind of like a seat so that mm. I could work from bed, yeah. which was good. And I got like a little lap desk. So I like that. But I yeah. feel like all of the things I love about my room are the nerdiest things. Like yeah. it's like a calendar. Like it makes it easier to work from bed. But yeah, I did no. a lot of work. So <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. it's
0: practical. That's good. Yeah. I can tell you my favorite things in my apartment now that I would recommend mm even though they're really loserish and they're just things I don't think people would think of. But the first one is a mug tree. I don't know if I've Mm -hmm. talked about this in our past episode, but everybody just has like a shit ton of mugs, it seems. And Mm -hmm. I got this mug tree from Indigo and it just like keeps them all consolidated in one spot, but it also just looks so cute. So Mm -hmm. I recommend that to everybody. Mine's metal, but I've seen wooden ones too. And then the other thing, this is again in my kitchen, but I have a like pots and pan lid organizer from IKEA. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody needs this. Like (laughs) it's so (laughs) simple. It just like is this like wire like accordion thing that holds your pot lids like upright in a Mm -hmm. drawer but I'm just like, this is so good because before I used to just like lay my pot lids like in a drawer, Mm but then you'd have to like sort through to find the one for the, like the correct size for the pot. And this, I'm just like, oh, I recommend this to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Two things I wanted to get into this episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. So
1: random, but Well, that is where we are going to leave it for today. So thank you so much for listening to us and for coming back every single week. We put out a new episode every single Tuesday. Make sure that you're subscribed and you follow us so that you see when we drop new episodes. You can also find us on all social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, TikTok, Pinterest at our golden 20s. That's the best way to kind of keep up with us and feel free to reach out to us at any time. We love when we hear from you guys. Don't forget to rate this podcast if you like it, if you want to give us some feedback And we also have a Patreon page, which is the best way to support the podcast. We put out additional content and we drop the episodes early there. So that is everything. Thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday.